Makoto and welcome to Primary Matters, an MPI podcast that delves into the things that matter to our primary industries. I'm Carol Stiles, and in this podcast, I'll be taking a look at what's going on to keep our food and fibre industries thriving and safe. Right now, across Aotearoa, New Zealand, there are huge opportunities to work in the primary industries. In this first series, Get Your Boots On, we're featuring people who have pulled on a pair of boots to kickstart their careers on farms and orchards, in forests and on the sea. So what have they chosen to do? And more importantly, why? At the start I hated it because I'm, I'm not a morning person. But then I kind of kind of got used to it. No, now I like it. This morning, like every other weekday morning, a ute swung in to pick up Olive Williams at a quarter past six to head out into a forest for a seven o'clock start. In 2021, Olive, who lives in Tokoroa, was in year 13 at school and was working part-time in a supermarket. She left school before the end of the year and stumbled on the new Generation Programme, a programme that introduces people to the forest and wood industry. It was just something different and because I didn't know what to do, what I wanted to do in my future, I saw the little stand at the Careers Expo that, that I went to and I thought, you know, this is a bit different, it's outdoors, so I might as well give it a go. Yeah. <laughs> Anyone in your family work in forestry? I'm the only one, I'm the first one to work in forestry. There are more than 40 job choices in the sector and the free 12 to 16 week course is designed to help those who have signed up become work ready. There were modules on health and safety, there were site visits and the chance to fire up a chainsaw. However, Olive says she was surprised to learn how highly mechanised forestry is and that chainsaws are typically only used to fell trees when the mechanical felling machines or mech fallers can't access them, or when trees or logs need a tidy up. Or if a log is too long for its measurement or too short, then you're able to cut it down a grade, which would be the next best grade. And what are you doing today? What's your job? I do quality control and my job consists of pretty much checking the logs to make sure that they're in the spec that the customer wants, making sure that the defects are within the requirements, the lengths are right, and yeah, marking them up, ready to go on the truck. Can you believe you're having these conversations? Two years ago, you probably didn't know anything about forestry. No, I didn't know nothing. <laughs> Would have been all new to me. What but do you no. think of it? Oh, it's mean as. No, it's cool, I like it out here. Um, I was never an outdoor person. I always like being indoors, and then ever since I come out here, it's kind of opened my eyes <laughs> a bit. What do you like about the forest? What do I like about the forest? Not everything about the forest. <laughs> it's quiet out here. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's good. It's way better than my last job, I can tell you that. What do you folks think about your career? Oh, they love it. <laughs> they really love it. Now they're always asking about my job, what I'm up to at the moment, like what my goals are. What are your goals? Um, either driving the falling machine or driving the skitter. 
which pulls it, pulls in the logs, drags in the logs. Yeah. Once I get my ticket for QC, and I get really good at this job, then hopefully I can get my ticket for, if I can, all the machines. <laughs> Olive says one of the best things about the job is floating between the harvesting crews if they need her, and getting to know the others. No, I like them all. Is there a downside to the job? Downside. I think probably when the weather's bad, when it's raining and it's muddy and I have to go on the skid, sometimes I question, why am I working in the bush? <laughs> Fast Group, the company Olive works for, has 55 people working in the forests in eight crews. Just a few of them are women. I've met about four ladies so far. What's it like being in the minority? Oh, it's cool. <laughs> no, it's cool. You get treated equally out here. It can be a dangerous career. Does that worry you? Um, there's a lot of risks and hazards in this job. But as, lo as long as you're following the rules and just doing the requirements, you'll be all right. Hey, G, do you want to come out and do a little demonstration for Carol? Jamie Walker operates a mechanical feller. Roger. Alright, here he comes. He has to check in with you every now and again. Yep, so there's there's been a new rule that's been put in and the mech fallers, they're not allowed to be by themselves when they're falling. They have to always have someone with them, which is what I'm here for. Even though you can't see him, that's okay. Yep. Right, but you've got to have somebody within a few hundred metres. Yep, as long as I'm calling up or he's calling up every half hour and he's okay. Every time he leaves his cab or he needs to get out to do something to his machine or go for a walk or something, he just has to call me up and just let me know that he's leaving the cab. And then when he comes back in the cab, he has to let me know that he's back in the cab. The mech faller creeps up and down hillsides on bulldozer-like crawler tracks to saw off trees. <laughs> bigger than what it is from afar. That's huge. It has a self-leveling cab and a grapple hanging from the front. It weighs in at 33 tonnes and is worth a million dollars. In easy conditions, it can cut down a couple of trees a minute. Hi, I'm Carol. How are you? Good. Jamie. Hi, Jamie. Wow. Tell me about this machine. Oh, so the grapple just um, grabs onto the tree, like hugs it, and then you press the saw and it'll just cut through the tree like butter. And um, depending on how you cut it, it's kind of the direction it'll go, hopefully, and falls on the ground. And then you throw it around and put it into a bit of a bunch for the next machine to come after you. Do you yell timber every time you do it? Nah, <laughs> nah. I'll probably run out of voice by the end of the day if I did. <laughs> so how did you get into forestry? People I know work out here, so I just thought give it a go. Outdoors every day and new challenges every day and done a few other jobs. I, uh, before this one I worked making all the um, hydraulic hoses for the machines. That's kind of how I got a little look in. To the industry, got to go out to the crews and help fix the machines when they were broken. 
Must feel good at the end of the day, turning around and actually seeing how much work you've done. Yeah, you get a bit of a buzz. Yeah, no, I love it. Get to um, see a lot of things other people won't, wouldn't see. Listen to the birds, see um, pigs and deer, and that's no, cool. Where do you hope your career will take you? What, what's next for you? I don't know, hopefully one day become a foreman of a crew and then, I don't know, hopefully maybe get the opportunity to buy into a machine or become a contractor one day maybe. Jamie loves operating the big machinery and he's qualified to use most of the machines. He's been learning while he's earning. Well, we've got another machine that sits like at the top of the hill and then you just like hook onto it with a rope. A wire rope and then drop down over the steep faces and that. What in? This. This machine? This huge machine? Yeah. You're attached? Yeah. To another machine with like a big a winch on it. from Well, it stops you from like, you know, sliding down so that keeps traction on. I find that exciting when you're going up and down the hill, getting pulled up by that machine. That's pretty cool. Some blocks would be a lot easier to work than others. Yeah. Nice flat blocks are way more easier then blocks like this. It's a bit more challenging with the rain lately, so it's a bit slippery out there at the moment. Um, just show you how the machine falls the trees. Um, just walk out the back. How time will you knock off today? Um, 3.30. Normally pack up about 20 past 3 and then we're off at 3.30. The hours in forestry are always good. Especially if you're, you know, if you've got a family or you're quite busy after work. You get off at quite a reasonable time and you've got, you still got the afternoon to do anything you need to do. Would you recommend forestry as a career? Yes, because if you're, if you don't know what you want to do for a career, the same way that I didn't, you don't really like it indoors, then forestry's <laughs> the way to go. Forestry's not what most people think, they kind of just think you're cutting down trees with a chainsaw and that's it, when that's, that's, <laughs> it's not what it's like out here, it's way different and it's way better. Olive Williams and that's Jamie Walker working hard in the distance. If you think that a career in the forestry or wood industry might be for you, hop onto the Opportunity Grows Here website and have a look at the jobs and training on offer. I'm Carol Stiles and you've been listening to Get Your Boots On, a series in MPI's Primary Matters podcast. Thanks for listening. Kia pai te ra.